0: If you don't mind a tingling spine or a lump in your throat, if you kind of get a thrill feeling the hair stand up on the back of your neck, or you just can't get enough of the eerie, turn down the lights, snuggle up with a blanket, and keep your feet tucked up safe because we've got a story for you. It happened to a friend of a friend. My, my thing took a second to, to start, so I, it might be a little off.
1: I thought you were waiting for me to join your one, two, three.
0: No. No, I was waiting for my thing to start because it froze a little bit. I've been having issues still with my recording software.
1: Uh, We need to get some sponsors so we can buy new stuff. It's so funny because it's always when you listen to podcasts, it's always the few first few episodes that's what they complain about. They're like, "Tech,
0: we, I'm not great at editing." (laughs) Blah blah
1: blah blah blah. It's always the same thing, and then like once they're
0: and then their episodes are just full of ads.
1: Yeah. (laughs) at least ours isn't that's the edge right
0: that's true that's one of the pluses about listening to our podcast there's no ads in it because we don't have sponsors (laughs) yeah we
1: don't have more than 20 people listening
0: (laughs) hey but those 20 people we love you
1: we do love you so much feel free to annoy the crap out of us on instagram
0: yes so how was your week good we just saw each other last week Mm because you're going to the cottage or something so we had to do two weeks in a row yeah usually we do every other week
1: yeah in uh where we live a lot of people go to cottages
0: yeah I don't have a cottage, so. But you go. I went to my friend's aunt's cottage last weekend with all the moms. And how was it? It was lovely. Yeah? Yes, it was so good to get away. Yeah. And just out of the city. And I drove up by myself. It was like six hours, so I just listened to a whole bunch of podcasts. It was great. Yeah, I love my alone time.
1: I know. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a pedicure today. Like, you're just living a real life I am. Life I'm living life. I'm, yeah.
0: living life. I'm living life. I was at work for two hours by myself today, though, because everyone left by two o'clock oh. and I had to stay till four. This so it's Friday. Because it's Friday, Friday and it's a long weekend. It's Friday, Friday.
1: That wasn't annoying at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's really hard to annoy me because I'm on the scale of one to ten. I'm like a ten. I'm super annoying. So it's hard to annoy me. I know me
0: too. Yeah. I'm a very annoying person. And yeah so. we have a
1: podcast that people actually listen to.
0: I was on the Ready or Not podcast.
1: Oh yeah yeah. You told me you were gonna record it.
0: It was so fun. It came out on Thursday.
1: Oh really? I'll listen to it then.
0: Yeah they tagged us in it. Did they? Yes. Yay. I'm still you should like listen not up on, I guess spend more time it's, on social media. It's really good. It was a really good episode. Really? And okay. not just because I was on it. Just, it actually made me, it made me LOL for real.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. I'll listen.
0: Yeah, it was really good.
1: It's been like a very uneventful week, just like a, the uneventful summer and mm-hmm. stuff.
0: I know, and we're coming into August. Mm-hmm.
1: Like summer's half over already. I know. I've um. It's been good. Like I've gone to a few restaurants and like... I did like a patio bar and
0: mm-hmm.
1: we started up our boxing again. We do like a fight fit boxing thing and with a one-on-one session. And yeah, we do one-on-one session, but I book two sessions back to back so that we go together as a couple oh. <laughs> and then get our sessions back to back. It's kind of a good way to keep uh, Mike fit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's I- fit.
1: He plays sports. He just doesn't like exercise. So it's, it's like, yeah. a, it's a date night that keeps us on top of ourselves. And like, you get a lot of aggression out. We have a good time that's good we were both really annoyed we did it yesterday we were both really annoyed for some reason just at things and mm-hmm. we got in there and we got to like punch it out nice which we don't usually do like mike um he likes to punch it out like he likes to get his anger out. he's like yeah just picture your boss blah 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 and he like for for me he's like yeah just he, like there was a girl bugging me and he's like just like pretend you're hitting her and i'm like i'm more of like a hug it out person <laughs>
0: I'm like, more of a, I'm just not going to talk to you for a week kind yeah, of person Yeah, yeah, <laughs> until my anger subsides. Yeah.
1: I'm more like, it's just because my feelings are hurt, I'm angry. <laughs> Please be my friend. No. <laughs> That's fun. No, you know me. I have zero tolerance. So I just. Yes. Um, but yeah, so it feels like things are a little more.
0: Back to normal. Normal yeah for me it won't be back to normal till there's no more masks that's true some areas have no more masks like i think alberta apparently is getting rid of masks soon. yeah it's a bit of a hot topic so yeah eh. we don't, we you, don't want, you don't want you don't want to discuss the hot Ugh, topic i just
1: don't want to talk about any of it anymore like I, that's my that's the only thing that i think that's like some of the stuff that's been irritating me was like i just i'm over talking. what if about i make stuff? a song
0: about COVID? covid covid don't want to talk about COVID. Oh, that's a good song.
1: No, it's not. No, you don't it, like it? No. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> Your singing's pretty good.
0: It's pretty not, but mm-hmm. thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to, um, let's go. Okay, you ready? Yeah, so. Do you have a
0: long one this week or? Yeah. Oh, do you? Do you? Not really. Okay, good.
1: It's not like super long. Is it? Okay. Look, okay. It, it's eight pages. Oh
0: my goodness. No, well, I don't know.
1: It's not that long. This <laughs> is
0: like three stories. But Mine I was I eight pages last week and it wasn't that long. Oh, Okay. Um,
1: it's a little bit of a, a doozy. Okay, we actually didn't discuss at all what we're doing. So we, we didn't. No, we could be totally in different ballparks. It's
0: surprises for each other. Yay!
1: Okay. okay, so
0: I'm Megan and I'm Sarah, and this is it happened to a friend of a friend. Did we do that? We did that different. We did. Oh, did you do that on purpose? I planned it. Oh my goodness! Two seconds ago. I so planned you first it. or am I first? I'm first. You're first. You're first. I'm first. You're first. Okay. Go.
1: I was ready to go. You were, yes. This tea kicked in real quick.
0: <laughs> okay. So, my sources were people.com, campquinbarge.com. I hope I said that right. Thedailybeast.com, preshilton.com, and ranker.com. Okay. Okay. So, I'm doing the Fire Festival. Some, no, not Fire Festival. No, 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 no. Hold on. Okay, wait. Okay. Don't get ahead of yourself okay. here.
1: I, I swear to God, I was going to say that it's not pre- okay go ahead. I'm not
0: doing fire festival okay but I think we should do fire festival eventually okay okay I'm doing fire festival summer camp and generic camp horror stories
1: oh okay yes. okay
0: okay so in the grand tradition that I have started for my last few stories well the last one anyway because I did the amusement parks mm-hmm. and now this one so yeah it's, it's not really a tradition it's just summer fun deaths yeah I'm strictly way to, yeah.
1: to ruin our first summer
0: <laughs> back Woo!
1: <laughs> I'm
0: sticking with the theme of summer Now, Megan, did you attend any kind of summer camp, day or overnight? No No I wish You wish I asked if I could go to summer camp before, I think, around grade 7 One of my friends was going to, for, I think, a week or, like, two weeks or something like that She was going to an overnight camp But my mom said it was too expensive And at that time, I probably pouted and got all dramatic, saying my life was ruined and it was so unfair But looking back, it was probably for the best I'm not a super social person, and I probably would have hated staying at a summer camp for a whole week. So good decision, mom. Mm -hmm. As per usual, I had no idea what I was going to talk about this week, but then inspiration came with a 10-second story teaser on the radio. The DJ mentioned a summer camp that had been compared to the failed scam that was the Fire Festival, which, as I said, we should do sometime. Yeah, we should. But I wasn't in the car long enough to, he- at, like, after the songs, because it was one of those like before the songs play, yeah, we're yeah. going to talk after we're going to talk about this kind of thing. I wasn't in there long enough to hear what it was all about, but that doesn't stop me so from
1: googling. I, I know. <laughs> so I did
0: my own rabbit hole style research right. when I walked in the door and I started to Google and read about it. Mm. Okay. Now, it's a recent story, like, within, like, the last week. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. So there'll probably be more information as stories come out and after this Ooh. podcast gets released and okay. stuff like that. So if any information I have is wrong, it's just because this is literally, like, a week and a half yeah. old as of this report. Yeah, you're just using the sources that you have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Yay!
1: <laughs> We're so sad. I know.
0: <laughs> In a picturesque New Hampshire forest on the shores of Lake... Kenestaca? I don't know how to say it, but I'm hoping that that's kind of right. Kenestaca. I don't know.
1: Sounds like a card game. Maybe. Kenasta. It's not, okay. It's not Kenesta.
0: Kenestaca. Okay. I don't know. Tom and Ruth Kenley, along with a small group of young men, built a handful of cabins and buildings. This was the start of Camp Quinbarge. Again, I hope I said that right. I I'm not for sure cuz I couldn't find anything where they said the names of the oh. things. The camp continued to add activities as well as integrate a, near- a nearby girls camp to become a fully co-ed camp. Throughout the years, which is 80 years, so the camp is 80 years old. Oh, okay. Ownership changed hands a few times, but the values and goals remained the same. Now, due to COVID, the camp did not operate in 2020, but staff and families were excited to hear they would be they would be running a two-week-long camp in 2021, so this summer. Yes. Parents shelled out the $3,400, which to me that's a lot of money for two weeks, but I don't know. Maybe not. I don't go to summer camps. I don't don't really know know
1: because I didn't even go remotely check anything like that out. I don't know about the prices of camp because I'll never send my kids because I watch so many scary movies.
0: I know. I'm terrified to send the boys to an overnight camp, especially Like, like reading all these stories that I've read. It's just... No. So
1: now it's going to be even worse for me, right? That's what you're saying? Kind There's of. definitely no yeah, way?
0: most definitely.
1: I do have a Camp Crystal Lake counselor shirt at home, oh. so I'm qualified to run my own.
0: Okay. Well, that, that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Go on. So yeah, so the parents shelled out the $3,400 for their kids to attend the two weeks of camp, and they anxiously awaited for their kids to be dropped off. However, all was not well with the camp's planning, and there was issues even before the campers arrived. <gasps> Fire yes. Yes. Fire Festival. Okay, sorry.
1: (laughs) I feel like that's going to be my new thing when something seems disastrous. I'm just going to go
0: Fire Festival. Fire Festival. (laughs) They had problems filling counselor positions and had a last-minute staff blitz where there was very little, if any, experience checked. One staff that was hired during this time said, They just kind of said, Hey, you were referred. We'll send you the application. You seem to be qualified. Do you want the position? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> to care for people's children
0: yeah okay. so basically no real interview process they just needed to fill spots so like, like
1: i mean that is what camp movies in the 80s and 90s really like that's what really happened they yeah were just a bunch of degenerates so. just randomness yeah so this lines up with my ethos and my right yeah ideas
0: so during training because of the mad dash to get counselors in one staffer said i played kickball and got to see the turtle and the frog in the pond and learn about tadpoles. <laughs> so basically, the, the staffer person that was being trained, they were trained in kickball, and that's a frog. Great. <laughs> <Crazy. laughs> and training done. Okay. Um, the website promises about a three-to-one camper-to-staff ratio. However, with the urgent staffing blitz, it was questioned if the camp could promise this still. On the first day of camp, six cance- six counselors quit three were yeah. fired and a few just simply ghosted the camp like oh just, my god they just didn't show up <laughs> fire festival yeah fire festival <laughs> so that's not a good thing you need staff yeah. especially enough to promise the amount of attention that is promised yeah. um another issue with the camp was that there was a food delay so the supplier which was cisco was experiencing their own staffing issues and supply disruptions they were behind with their food delivery um, but a representative for the company said that they were prepared for delivery when the camp made the decision to close. So if the camp, I guess, had held out like one more day, they yeah. would have been able to deliver the food. But by that time, I think this was already almost like six days in. Oh, my God. I'm stressed. Are you- <laughs> I'm not even running this camp and I am super stressed. <laughs> so we have staffing issues and food issues. So this is sort of where it becomes similar to, like, the fire Festival because they were sort of low on staff. They had no food. People were given cheese sandwiches instead of fancy food. They knew where
1: that frog and turtle were, though.
0: Well, that's true. In an emergency. They they were able to point out a frog and a turtle. Yeah. And play kickball. How many...
1: Did you say how many people overall were there? Or you have that?
0: Like campers? Yeah. I don't have the amount to campers. No. But, I mean, with a three-to-one ratio... Um, no because I don't even know how much How many people they yeah. had on staff Well I that just... changed a lot Yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> Okay So camp did open mm-hmm. But there were still problems in other aspects The kitchen had problems with the great big like um. What's the word I want The big like stove so oven the the dishwasher but it's like the big like a restaurant kind yeah, of yeah style yeah, dishwasher yeah. I, there's a word and I can't think of what the word is that I want I don't know it's just a dishwasher but it's like a big yeah I know like the
1: big steamy thing It's that goes a great down. big yeah, one
0: yeah. I know <laughs> what a dishwasher is but it's like a big there's a word that I want to use and I can't anyway
1: okay. I feel like I've worked in restaurants for a really long time and I don't even know that there's a <laughs> word for it so
0: it's not like a fancy <laughs> word it's just like Not economy, but it's like, you know, when a lot of things go into something, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it starts with a C, but I can't think of.
1: Max capacity. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Large capacity. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. I don't know. (laughs) Spent too much time on this dishwasher.
1: Uh, I'm going across the street to the wine store.
0: (laughs) Okay. So... (laughs) So, yeah, so the kitchen had problems with their dishwasher And campers were served food on dirty dishes Ew. One camper even reported They were served a mostly raw meatball Meatball at one of the meals Ugh. Yes um, There were also reports that the counselors Because of the overworked and stressful conditions Were having full out screaming matches With each other And even losing their cool on some of the campers um, A few of the counselors said there were Attacks by campers like two each, like campers were attacking each other, and yeah. some of the campers were attacking the counselors. Oh my. One of the campers were was hit in the head with a wooden block by another camper. Holy crap!
1: How old were these kids? Do you know?
0: Um,
1: no. I Sorry, don't I'm know. asking way too many questions. I didn't
0: look that far into I'm it. sorry, Jeez
1: Louise. Just fucking basic questions, Sarah.
0: Sorry. <laughs> um, and four campers had to be quarantined after several bouts of vomiting. Yuck. Yes. Oh my, this is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> stressed it's like
1: fire festival and that cruise ship all in one i know (laughs) no food
0: um one letter home which i guess they were sending emails because within six days how often were they sending letters home i don't know so one of the letters home to one of the camper's parents said we have been in tears bored and devastated the whole day the camp director is lying to you all you have to trust us you have to. We are not joking. We are not having fun. So many things are wrong with this place. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a great movie one day. This just sounds like a nightmare <laughs> summer camp. I
1: know but if you if your kids say you that you'd be like, "Oh my god, fucking get serious." Okay? Yeah. Like and you'd be like, "You've been in quarantine all this time like it's been coronavirus Make year." Friends. Like Yeah, you can't figure out something to do to have fun like <laughs> Just sit at the pond and poke the turtle all yeah, day. Every day. Go play day. kickball.
0: The staff knows how to play. kickball. I don't kickball. know. I
1: feel like even with a hundred kids, I could fucking pull something together to like.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that they tried.
1: Work. Yeah, the but camp- you gotta fucking feed people. That's yes. hangry is like the number one catalyst. <laughs> okay. Tired and hangry is not.
0: No. Thing. The camp promotes itself as being inclusive and LGBTQ plus friendly. However, some trans counselors felt uncomfortable, and some parents reportedly pulled their kids from the camp when they learned some of the counselors were trans. Now, I feel like these parents didn't read the camp's website fully. Yeah, cause... because there's a page talking about their the camp's inclusivity. Okay, like it yeah. it clearly states on there that they're open yeah. to everybody. Everyone is welcome. Yeah. We are LGBTQ plus friendly. Mm-hmm. So there's there was no surprise or shock. Yeah. So these parents just obviously didn't read the website. Otherwise, they would have known.
1: Um, also, fuck those parents.
0: Well, that's just it.
1: <laughs> I mean. Your kid deserves a fucking raw meatball. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this kind of sounded like the worst camp experience, and I feel bad for everyone. I don't fully blame the camp. I think they were just sort of maybe excited to open after being closed for a year and had too many challenges that they didn't plan for. From what I found, the camp has had a lot of good reviews from, like, previous years. Mm-hmm. They just, I think, got too ambitious this year. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it was just poor planning. Wow. So that is the Fire, fire, fire Festival Summer Camp. I was going to say Firefly and then Firefighter. <laughs> and am like, no, that's not You need a glass of wine, too. So I have just generic camp horror stories as well. So I'll read a few of them. Okay because you said that. you have a long one so I want to give you time
1: no that's fine you can it's I mean I go fast too sometimes but
0: yeah but you like to ad-lib
1: I just keep thinking about wet hot American summer and now I want to go and watch I know, all that, that good, and just imagine what like ideal camp is
0: Paul Brad's in that movie yeah and the, there's the tv show too I know it's so fucking good it's I like hilarious. It. okay okay let's see which one do I want to read let's read all read them all no there's a lot okay I don't want to read them all okay. I just I printed them off because I didn't want to write it out okay I was lady I was lazy yeah um so all of these are directly from ranker.com I'm just okay. going to read them I didn't put them in my own words I'm just okay. reading them exactly it's actually kind of getting
1: dark outside too there's the fire going. well out. because
0: you got oh, it froze okay never mind maybe that's fine I'm just gonna talk a little bit blame anyway. my husband I will because yeah you got here super late not my so. fault so I, well... Usually it is my fault, but... I blame everybody. It's a joint
1: effort. I'm sorry.
0: Okay. Teen almost perishes because of faulty smoke detector. An overloaded electrical outlet caused a fire that almost led to the death of a group of teen girls and their counselor at Camp Pontiac. The smoke detector in their cabin failed to go off until flames had almost fully engulfed the (sighs) cabin. One of the girls in the cabin noticed something was wrong when the bedside table fan turned off. She saw the flames at the ceiling of the cabin and alerted everyone. Yes. We're
1: going glamping for, like, our anniversary. I bought this as a gift. Uh-huh. And you have to sign a waiver, and the waiver has all this crazy shit on it, like, that type of thing. Like, not at fault for death if, like, the, the <laughs> In case something falls on fire. top of you. Yeah, and I'm kind of scared to go <laughs> glamping, and you're not making it fucking better. No. Okay, go ahead. Okay. This ain't gonna be no luxury for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Boy Scout falls under truck at camp. Oh. Yeah. Bruce Whittle Hoover, known to friends as Rocky, perished while performing his nightly chore of collecting trash. According to Utah National Parks Council Scout Executive David Pack, he slipped and fell underneath the tires of the trailer that was carrying the trash. Oh, shit. Did he die? Um, you said I don't... he
1: perished, so.
0: Yeah, it says perished, so. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, my kids aren't going to camp. <laughs> okay. Toddler perishes after being dunked a dozen times by counselor. Surveillance video captured four-year-old Yanni <gasps> Gottsman being dunked by his camp counselor a dozen times. What the fuck? Next, the boy is seen struggling to get to the end of the pool. Finally, Yanni is seen face down. Even though there were no, even though there were two lifeguards on duty and camp counselors in the water, it took eight minutes before anyone noticed. He passed in a hospital an hour later. What
1: the fuck? That's your fucking one job.
0: I know. As a lifeguard, that's your job. But that's abuse also.
1: What? (laughs) But that's also abuse. Like, fuck.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, there's so many things wrong with that one. Intoxicated counselor responsible for the drowning of six kids. Six children and a counselor from a Russian summer camp drowned after a deep current drew them out to sea. Prosecutors are citing professional negligence. Traces of alcohol were found in the other counselor's blood and the island was not authorized for the types of activities the camp had planned.
1: Like I expect drinking and sex from the camp counselors, but you still got to like do your job. (laughs) Was that like recent or you can't tell?
0: I don't know. I don't know what the dates are on these. I think it said it on the website, but I I didn't write them down. I just printed the page. Okay. Say
1: I don't know about this generation, but like.
0: No, I can function. I like, think they're when from was... all like
1: yeah. a bunch of years. Yeah, like when I was younger, for sure, I could function like totally drunk and watch kids. <laughs> I didn't do that, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I probably could. Have.
0: Girl perishes at sailing camp. Olivia Constance was trapped underwater for, for several minutes after her boat capsized. Oh, no. The teen was at a sailing camp. According to the Department of Natural Resources, police spokesman Sergeant Art Windmuth the harness she was wearing got entangled in the rigging of the sailboat.
1: I think like the scary thing is that you just like you haven't even seen your kid during this time. Like you haven't even like it's supposed to be a joyful time for them and they're away from you and something happens when like they're not in your care. It's just yep. like I don't know. It's kind of horrific.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'll read one more. Um Dance Camp Crash Ends 6. Five campers and a counselor from a dance camp passed in a car collision investigators were looking to see if the camp could be held liable and if counselor Irina miranova who also passed was authorized to take the campers on a trip they were also looking into if the trip to the nearby swimming area was an official camp outing
1: oh because like why would they be in the car yeah Ooh.
0: so those are just a few there's tons of camp horror stories out i know there. there
1: was a couple like a year ago and i think it was I don't remember if it was Canadian or not, but there was a couple year a few a year or two ago where like boys a couple of people or was it boys a couple of boys drowned like two separate drownings at one camp or something like that. Oh, I don't know, I forget. This is a, it's happened to a friend of a friend, so well, there it's, you <laughs> go. Kind of what I'm talking <laughs> about. But I remember it in the news like suspicious drowning or something. So oh, I don't know. And I remember being like just completely irked. And I would love for my kid to have like a camp experience, but I think maybe we'd have to stick with like day camp somewhere. We've
0: done day camps and they've been fine. But yeah, I just I shouldn't be afraid. Like, I know there people have so many good experiences with overnight camps and they're like such great memories and people have their first sexual experiences at overnight camp. Well, that's (laughs) why I don't want to send my kids
1: there. But yeah.
0: But yeah, it just it makes me so nervous because you're not there. Yeah. So you can Well, you don't
1: know. You're, you would, you never know. Right. And it's just like all those babysitter urban legend, everything like that. Whenever you leave your kids, like you, as much as you can hope for the best, there's always fears for what could happen. Clearly things do happen. Right.
0: Well, and I I know that like the counselors are all trained and they're qualified and whatever, but they're still what, like 19, 20, 21 years old. Like they're still young themselves. Yeah. And they're they're off having sex in the cabins and not watching the kids drown in the lake and then they come up as Jason
1: Yep, exactly <laughs> exactly why my kids won't go to camp Poor kids well they my kids like are growing up in lakes and stuff so it's Kevin like, Bacon
0: but. is having sex in the cabin
1: well that, I'm okay with that <laughs> there's some stuff that I'm, I'm totally fine with I think that I think the counselor should be off having sex when the kids are in bed and when somebody's on duty where they're doing what they're supposed to do I was yes. gonna say duty I got all excited but
0: so, um, yeah, so that's yeah. my story. Ugh. It's still fairly recent. Ooh, so cringy and low. I apologize if new information comes out, and I'm totally wrong about all this, but I'm working with what I got.
1: Yeah, I know. I liked it. It was a good, uh.
0: Basically, all the articles were the same.
1: One. Um, I got a big one. I did a big one.
0: Okay, go. But
1: I thought I would surprise you. Okay. Okay. So, in years of reading about, like, serial killers and, like, just ghastly murder, suicides, assaults etc missing people it's been like a while just because you like you're like me you go down all the rabbit holes and stuff like that but it's been a while um since I've been like really unnerved and this story like actually scared me when okay. I heard it. like it maybe really... we should
0: have ended with mine no mine's like lighthearted well, uh, upbeat exactly mine's upbeat mine is
1: not this and I don't know what it is about it I maybe you can tell me I'm, I'm like, that's why we did this podcast, so I can, like, share the stories and have other people give me feedback on, like, how they felt about them and stuff like that. But, like, I remember when I first heard this, it, like, jarred me.
0: Can you tell these people that are giving you feedback to, like, rate, review, and subscribe to us? <laughs> rate, right, review,
1: and subscribe, please. Exactly, yes. I can see that you're listening, so
0: just do it. Exactly.
1: Okay, so we're going to Anchorage, Alaska, and I know you might have heard a little bit about this, so don't give anything away. Okay. So 2012.
0: Uh-huh.
1: February 1st. Mm-hmm. The boyfriend and family of Samantha Koenig become concerned when a text came up from her saying that she was tired and taking some time away, basically going on vacation. Okay. It was odd to the boyfriend because he was supposed to pick her up at work that night, but when he arrived, she wasn't there. So knowing this was unusual, they knew something was up and they contacted the authorities. The common ground coffee stand where she was working was found um, the next morning as though she had just walked off the job without closing or anything.
0: Oh.
1: 18-year-old Samantha Koenig was missing. Not missing actually, but abducted. Ooh. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have about no yet? idea. Oh, okay, Maybe ahead. when you go
0: into it more, but no, I mm-hmm. don't know what you're talking about.
1: Fortunately, the common ground coffee stand, which was kind of like a kind of like a food truck, but like it was there. Like you know how food trucks are now where they're like actual like just little shack buildings. Right. Yeah. They did have security cameras. So the stand actually showed the abduction happening around 8 p.m. closing time. A customer ordered a coffee and then pulled a gun on Samantha. It turned out to be a 22 caliber, like the 22 caliber killer in Alaska that we talked about before.
0: <laughs> you like your Alaska true? Not kind, the same eh?
1: person. I don't know. Maybe because it's like you're part of Canada. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not really though. I know Alaska is American. I know. She
1: turned the light off in the stand and backed away. The assailant then jumped through the window. Gra- grabbed her, tied her hands, and then kind of ushered her around the shoulders out of the stand and took her with him. Kind of chilling footage to watch. Mm-hmm. It's readily available. And I think it's just one of those things as a woman who has worked in situations like this, even though I probably shouldn't have, like you just, it kind of just the whole process on how easily it happened. Mm hmm really freaked me out so after two weeks samantha's family was campaigning for her kidnapping they received a text message from her kidnapper so the text message said connor park sign under pick of albert ain't she pretty?
0: oh Mm -hmm.
1: so the family like they talk about it and they just like jumped in the car and went right it led them to a sign with a pick of a missing dog named albert who was adorable btw and i hope that they found albert (laughs) also (laughs) Pinned underneath was a ransom note with a picture of Samantha holding a recent newspaper. The note instructed to deposit $30,000 into Samantha's debit account, which was actually a good thing that that's where he chose the the kidnapper to- chose. It was actually the community that put together the money, which was really sweet. Um, she was like a really well-liked girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this was incredibly useful to authorities because they could track the withdrawals. It seemed that the kidnapper had traveled to the southern U.S. and was making his or her way east. Security footage at the ATMs weren't giving much because the assailant was wearing a disguise. But at one point, you can see a white Ford Focus in the details behind, in the camera, sorry, behind one of the ATMs, behind the disguised kidnapper so basically um the details were sent out to um all of the authorities in sort of that quarter like anywhere that you can travel within the next few days and a patroller spotted a white Ford focus in a hotel parking lot in texas so they saw the footage in arizona and then a patroller saw the car in texas the patroller followed the car and like i will say like i feel like yes there are a lot of shit cops out there, but there are a lot of cops that do their jobs well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes good policing really does get these cops caught. So this patroller like just was patient and took his time, and he waited for the car to speed, so he would have cause to pull over the driver and be able to do a little more like recon in the car. They found a disguise, which they which later they found out matched the one on the surveillance camera a 22 caliber gun and samantha koenig's phone and debit card Ooh! so it looked like they had their guy the man with them was a 34 34- year old white male named israel keys have you heard of israel keys
0: i feel like i have but i don't remember this story mm-hmm.
1: so who although not known to authorities for anything at the time turn out to have been a serial killer okay in fact his nickname his moniker is the serial killer you've never heard of
0: okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's getting ahead okay so police were like who are you and what are you doing here yeah who I know, are I, you and what I, I, are you doing I, here i i drew a little finger pointing emoji <laughs> to you <laughs> Um, and also, where is Samantha? So, Israel Keys was seemed like an average guy, kind of like a quiet, regular, nice demeanor. He had a reputable construction company. Um, he was said to have been trustworthy. He had a ten year old daughter from a previous relationship and a girlfriend at the time. And he'd been in Anchorage since two thousand seven. This happened in two thousand twelve. And he seemed to be an upstanding citizen.
0: Okay, like, they're always upstanding citizens. A pillar
1: of the community, they say. They're always. They even in whereas watching. This this was 48 hours and that like one of the sources and he was like a pillar of the community like the interviewer even he knew
0: they always are though
1: I know so at one point I'll talk about it a little bit later he laughs about having two identities and that that was part of the frill the the fun or the thrill that's what I was gonna say frill
0: part of the frill <laughs> get your words
1: right um was that he people didn't realize that he had this whole other life And he did take responsibility. It seems he took Samantha and murdered her.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Now, if it wasn't for Samantha Koenig, he may not have been caught and many more lives may have been taken. So it cost her life, but she did. She kind of her legacy is that she did help get him caught. Right. There's no nice way to. It's not a good thing that happened to her, but (laughs) she stopped the cycle. Yes. Um, So, if that's any consolation at all to her family, I'm going to give some chilling and disturbing details. And I want listeners to remember that, like, she was a young, vibrant 18 year old who was full of life um, and had a lot ahead of her. And to try to think of that because I know you're going to Google a pic I talk about. All right. Because you're not, you hear that all the time. You're like, oh, the the pictures are like gross. And then you're like listening to the podcast, Googling the picture. So
0: I don't usually Google the pictures. Okay,
1: don't. So this is the kind of the account he gave. He chose the coffee stand, not the person, because it was open late um, and a little bit remote. He took, when he took her, she tried to escape. He said he would shoot her if she tried again. And so he was driving around and told her that it was basically going to be a ransom just to calm her down and that he would let her go after. He actually went back to the coffee cart to get her phone and her house to get her debit from her boyfriend's truck. Okay. So her boyfriend actually caught him in the act. And um, thinking it was a burglary, he ran to get help, and then Keys took off. This was before the boyfriend had received any weird text messages from her, so he had been calling frantically. Keys, seeing so many missed calls from him, he sent a text saying that she was tired and going on vacation. Okay, so that was the text, the family there the boyfriend received. Yes. He then returned to the shed on his property property where he had left Samantha tied up. He raped her and then strangled her, then sent his daughter to school in the morning and went on a cruise for two weeks with the family. Oh,
0: okay. That's nice. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm.
1: Remember when I said that, like, he went on a cruise and then he came back and Uh sent a photo of her? Yes. Uh, When he came home, he tied her eyes open with fishing wire and put makeup on her because she was frozen to make her look alive. And then he took a a picture of her with the day's newspaper. Okay. He wrote the ransom note and sent the text. Oh. So the text, so the mess, so the picture that his family, that her family had seen was of her already oh. deceased two weeks prior yeah yeah and that's the picture i think
0: people are probably gonna I'm look gonna, up. i'm not gonna google it no i'm not going to yeah it's a it's
1: a little bit disturbing and she was a really pretty girl and just try to picture her alive and vibrant please he then dismembered her and disposed of the body in three different locations in the matanuska lake while ice fishing he'd catch <laughs> he'd catch the fish and later eat them from where he dumped the part like dumped a body part of a young woman
0: oh okay Blech. that's
1: icky very icky they were able to uh, authorities were able to find her and put her to rest mm-hmm. so by now they know like what with his casual tone during his confession um a lot like the reason the btk killer kind of freaks me out is when he talks about what he did
0: mm-hmm.
1: it sounds like he's just talking about going to get groceries
0: yeah there's like no emotion there the, it's nothing. just deadpan. It's,
1: yeah it's just whatever. It was very similar to the way that Israel Keyes spoke about it. Okay. Like he was... He just didn't see anything wrong with it. He got a thrill from it, obviously. Yeah. Um. So you, there are points where he's, like, talks excitedly about things, but the rest of the tone was very... There's no
0: remorse, regret, or... Nothing. Just... It was matter of fact.
1: Yeah. And... Yeah, I guess just the way he held himself. He actually, at some point in one of his interviews, said that the BTK was a wimp because he was remorseful. You know? OK. OK, so they knew that like there was more to this, the way he killed her and the way he talked about it. Right. Like, so cash. He kind of like, trying to get to know about it, like, get to know him a little bit, he had mentioned those two identities. And he said that he had that other identity since he was like, or sorry, for about 14 years. OK. So that takes that takes them back to about 1996. Mm-hmm. I think or 1998 I don't remember but basically he since the 90s he had been kind of possibly killing people
0: oh all right
1: so he starts playing mind game he starts bartering to talk uh he requests Americanos and cigars and chocolate bars and all that stuff and he kind of opens up about the fact that he has killed before he says he will tell them everything but he wants an execution date okay he wants to die basically he wants to make sure mm-hmm. he's getting the death penalty like the execution date was in quotes that's those were his exact words he also wanted to make sure his daughter wouldn't hear of his crime so he wanted to be kept out of the media as much as possible
0: oh, okay is that they, why he's like the serial killer you've never heard of it's
1: possible yeah also because we'll get there
0: okay <laughs> they
1: needed something concrete to prove to prove that he actually did kill other people you know what i mean like they need to go find another body to make right. sure that he's yeah. not bullshitting them like that that one guy that like I forget his name. That t- said, he had the confession killer.
0: Oh, the one on Netflix. Yeah, he yeah. like said
1: copped to all these different things and proved that he couldn't possibly have done them. So in order to move the deal forward, um Keys agreed to give quote two bodies and a name. Bill and Lorraine Courier turned out to be a missing couple in Essex, ex- Essex, Vermont. On June eighth, twenty eleven, Keys took a walk from the hotel he was staying at to a random neighborhood. He chose a house, cased it. He basically wanted a couple in a garage because it was easier to break into a garage and break into a house from a garage. Mm-hmm. Um, and no kids. He was imperative about kids because he had a child, and I don't know why that was his no go. Everybody else was fair game. Okay. He didn't actually have a type, which is kind of bizarre for serial killers. He tied them up and took them to an abandoned farm he'd seen earlier, and he used one of his kill cash. Also in quotes kits to accomplish this. These kits he would assemble and leave in places he was interested in committing a murder in the future. So he would travel all over the U.S. Mm -hmm. Be in a town that he decided he wanted to murder in. He would go to stores and he would buy the stuff, put together this kit, basically put it in like one of those big paint like Home Depot buckets. A lot of them were Home Depot buckets. Sorry, Home Depot. He would like not have a timeline. Like years later, he would come back, dig them up, and commit a murder. Oh. he was meticulous. It was Sounds kind like of it. surprising that he got yeah. caught. So he got to Vermont and dug up his kill cache before even picking a target. He just knew he was going there to murder. OK. So he had Bill tied up. He was trying to escape while his while he was upstairs assaulting his wife, sexually assaulting his wife. He heard the commotion came back down. He was pissed that Bill was getting away, so he shot him. And then he went back to assaulting Lorraine and strangled her, leaving their bodies in the basement. OK. He said he had the guns he so many had been an avid hunter but he didn't like to use them but he had them just in case he needed to and he preferred to strangle with okay method. modus operandi whatever the farmhouse unfortunately was demoed completely on top of them without people even noticed knowing there were bodies in the basement oh wow and this was years prior to so when they went to look into it there was no house and even though they like tried to go to the dump where it was they couldn't find anything right they did find a kit that they believe one of the things was used in it possibly like a silencer mm-hmm. because I think like c- maybe he might have recycled the kits like put them somewhere because when he would dig them up he wouldn't ba- rebury them in the same place and he wouldn't kill in the same place um they found a kit that I think the kit that they thought was in this one in New York or something okay I don't know sorry just extra details <laughs> anyways <laughs> He was patient and meticulous, sometimes not returning for years for the kills. He would spread the purchases out from town to town because he would like, fly into like when he killed them in vermont he flew into chicago and drove all the way to vermont yeah so to set up like his kill cash he would like go to different stores and use cash and not turn on his phone and stuff like that so that like there was no tracking where he even bought all this shit um and there were guns in it there were ropes basically all you need to commit a murder um and then yeah like i said he would bury them in a different location again his victims were random no children he confessed of four or or more in Washington and one in New York, but not not whom any of these were. He actually stopped talking due to the media coverage. OK. So his name started to get out there. He got pissed off and he stopped talking. The FBI's do believe they know of one of his victims in New York, but it's not 100% for sure. So I didn't kind of write the whole story up because they don't really have evidence in it. They have a missing person. They can place him there. Right. So Israel Keyes committed suicide via razor blade in his cell. So, so many of his crimes died with him. Okay. Basically, just another fucking asshole. fucking yeah. to these people. Just um, took it to the grave. Yeah. Um, he did leave a note, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And he left different drawings in his blood. He had 11 skulls with crosses on their foreheads. And on one of the drawings, it says, we are one. He also had a goat and an upside down pentagram. And that's all. Okay. He had all these drawings in his thing. So they're assuming that he had 11 victims. Or the, like these were references to 11 victims. He was always playing mind games and interrogations. So mm-hmm. like, I put an eye roll emoji. Typical.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> like you have emojis in your notes. I know. That I hand
1: wrote. I <laughs> hand wrote the mo- note and drew an emoji. His letter was called An Ode to Murder. And it was basically a poem slash ballad about his crimes. I didn't want to give him a more play. Like his poetry doesn't need to be right it Read need- on our podcast. He doesn't deserve it. He's a fuck face yes. and it's not real poetry. So if you want to, you can Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause fuck him. And, but he does spout some odd shit about America, land of lies, etc. So why would he, why is this guy a killer? Um, he grew up off the grid with no media His family was part of the Christian identity theology. If you don't know, which I didn't, they are a group of white supremacists. Okay. So they dehumanize people and hate people and stuff like that. So there is, I mean, not everybody is going to be a murderer, but that does fuel it a little bit. He was a bit of a loner. And again, like he was... They were homeschooled. He didn't have a lot of um, social identity. They were living off the grid. So he was was hunting at a young age, etc. Which I think just desensitizes or makes killing easier. That doesn't mean hunters kill people. (laughs) He joined the army. Uh, It was said that he got in no this is something else completely he joined the army when he and then it was kind of after the army that things really took off since he was 14 he said things he thought was normal others didn't so he knew something was a little bit wrong with with him and he was a little bit tactless somebody said that there was an interview with somebody that said like he was talking about killing about a kill killing a deer and how he the bullet didn't didn't hit Mm -hmm. and this person was a hunter so like in the you know hunters are taught to shoot again like to to like maximum so the animal's not suffering right so right yeah kill you kill you kill the animal you don't let it suffer but how israel had just talked about how he just went and killed him like gutted him while he was still alive the deer or whatever and how the hunter was like that's not cool and he was like oh really like didn't seem you know what i mean like he didn't see anything wrong with it um after the army he moved to nia bay I think it was nia bay washington to marry a macaw woman a, the macaws the indigenous community there who he met online well he didn't i don't think he actually married her but they started a family he said he started killing there because he was bored
0: oh okay he said he would go because why not i'm bored
1: he would go do his thing and then return and go out with friends go to bars like nothing happened so yeah like just a real asshole With a belief that there are potentially 11 victims, they are still looking into linking cases using all of the pieces of info. Like they had interviewed him for about seven months before he stopped talking and he would just tease them with information because he was playing games, trying to get what he wanted. And he was very meticulous. So it'd be hard, but they do have some tracing of like planes, car rentals, et cetera. If you go on the FBI website, they have a timeline and places of where he's been. So like it's a long (laughs) of the places he's been so if like they're kind of trying to cross reference and stuff with some of the missing cases out there they'll probably never know and they asked if he'd killed in Canada because he'd been to Canada and he said that Canadians don't count
0: oh okay so we really so nice fucking
1: hate this asshole (laughs) yeah Canadians don't count fucker and he was right across the border too from niagara so who knows there was a recent story about a girl coming out saying that she had this is the first time she had heard about this story and she saw the picture of this guy and that this guy had been following her at a cemetery when she was visiting a grave and she recognized his face Mm -hmm. um he had kind of been following her around and like it was really eerie but she kind of felt freaked out and got in her car and left and never saw him again okay um so some stuff has kind of come out um if you like there's pictures of the kill kits and stuff so if you see something like don't touch it If you're in a rural area and you see something weird like one of them was kind of obvious there's a picture so yeah my sources were 48 hours the fbi website uh an article called the brag wikipedia um i'd heard this on other podcasts the first time i heard it was what gave me chills because it just i don't know the whole situation Mm-hmm. really creepy watching a girl get taken like that so easily like just so easy and you can watch it happen and the fact that he was really random like i didn't sleep last night after writing my notes because really? well because he just randomly <laughs> picked a house he just picked a house yeah and and went and did he went for a walk and picked a house that met his criteria and went in and killed the people
0: well it's kind of like night stalker too y- yeah like he was all, just kind of random
1: yeah i most of them are but like when they talk about it it just really mind fucks you <laughs> and Like he almost never got caught. He was so meticulous. He had planned. He had, he probably has like more of these kill kits all over. And then he's probably not the only one doing this. Like he has learned from FBI profiling. He followed Bundy. There was information. Um, there's a book. I forget what it is. Cause I didn't write the source. I didn't read the book, but she talks about him looking into getting gastric bypass surgery in Mexico um, and getting his fingerprints removed because he didn't want to get caught and he wanted to keep doing this for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. That's scary. He wanted to get gastric bypass surgery so he wouldn't be hungry, so he could spend more time murdering. Right. <laughs> <Like> that's <laughs> fucking fucked. Anyways, that's the story of this serial killer you've never heard of because there aren't a lot of details on his victims because fucker copped out early. And I think of before I'd heard that his daughter um has been put in like protective custody and name change and all that stuff. So hopefully she she's somewhat protected from it. You gotta feel really bad for the up.
0: kids, right?
1: yeah like we were talking about like btk killers books like her daddy was like her daddy she yeah. idolized because they had
0: these two separate lives yeah and he was
1: and there's no way people thought that he did this and they needed that proof well it, 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 it would be
0: different if they had if they were like assholes at home too no yeah exactly
1: they never but if are. they're
0: just that's
1: why when someone's nice PTA to me soccer dads yeah that's why when someone's nice to me i'm like oh my god that fucker for sure <laughs> that asshole over there like mike is an asshole sometimes <laughs> <I'm> Like, okay <laughs> this guy is not
0: harming anybody
1: so yeah, that's the story of Israel Keys.
0: Okay, do your do your throwback. What's your throwback?
1: No, because I need your response to it. My response
0: to what? I was responding. My throw- okay. <laughs> I was responding to
1: the whole thing. My throwback is lip smackers. Ooh, those are still a thing. I know they're still a thing, but I don't think they're as popular as they were when we were kids. Like they were super popular when we were kids.
0: I had like the roll on, like the clear. Yeah, that was a I good had those one.
1: Ones. It was very faky tasting. But Lip Smackers um, was by Bell. They are the king of crossovers. Uh-huh. So they've crossed over with freaking everything. My favorite were, there's a popcorn one and a Dr. Pepper one. Mm-hmm. Literally, sometimes I still see a Dr. Pepper one and I'll take Did you it ever up. eat them? I did not I eat them. I know people them. that eat them. Everybody ate them. I didn't eat them. Yeah, I didn't eat them either. Uh, <laughs> I just like to have them on my mouth. Um, there was a jewel sparkle line and mm-hmm. they had one called like
0: Moonrock Candy. I really liked Yep. I think I had some of the Moonrock candy. Uh, But yeah, they did like
1: M&M crossovers, Starburst, Skittles. And they all smelled so good. Coca-Cola.
0: And they they did. They really. That's why people ate them.
1: I know. They really did smell and taste like. It's kind of like how Yankee Candle has like bacon candle and shit. And they smell
0: smell really good.
1: And yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like that. But they actually tasted like the stuff too. So you would lick your lips a lot. And then, yeah, I don't know. You try to get the collections. I feel like I know. A lot of stuff are still things, but I feel like back in the day they were a big deal. Everybody yeah. had them all the time. Nobody had Kylie Jenner to dictate their fucking makeup, so they had lip smackers.
0: There was no influencers. No, no. no.
1: This was the influencers. They. This is why Josie and the Pussycats
0: so good. They just told you what you wanted and you <laughs> bought it.
1: Just like in Josie and the Pussycats.
0: Yes. So you want to know mine? I do. Okay, I have two because one of them people will know what it is. The second one. Only if you went to school in the Durham region. Okay, well, will you know what it is? Okay, well, <laughs> okay. So my first one that everyone will know is stirrup pants. Oh yeah,
1: those are <laughs> thing too now.
0: Yeah, but they they're like retro coming back. Yeah. Like, they when they were originally... Oh, yeah. I fucking hated those
1: pants. I really fucking hated those pants. I never had had them,
0: but I wanted them. What? I had so many pairs, and I hated them. I wanted them so bad all the time, Uh, but I never got stirrup pants.
1: Oh, I, like, cut them off, and my parents would get so pissed off. Really? Yeah. No,
0: I never had stirrup pants, but I always wanted them. Like, a black pair, uh, and then... You could, like, see your white socks when you wore your shoes. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking... They were terrible. I hated them so much. No, I I always wanted a pair, but I never got them.
1: Ugh, just like those body actually i like them because i came back and i wore a couple of them
0: so body like suits? the, the
1: bodysuit shirts i don't like bodysuit shirts i hated them but then i liked them when they came back
0: i get i get a vagina wedgie so i can't i'm not wearing a body oh uh, yeah i know i like them shirt. because
1: i have big boobs and everything rides up on me so like i really liked the style of them. i
0: have like a long torso like same with one piece, ba- one piece bathing suits i have can't wear them because yeah. it's like i'm too long or something yeah in the torso yeah so it I'm just, also OK with a vagina wedgie. It gets me. It gives me the camel toes. Yeah. I'm also OK. I, with cam- I like the feeling of fucking <laughs> around with a camel toe all day. What can I say? What can I say? I
1: don't. I, you can't see my camel toe. I'm like I got
0: my shit together. But I don't mind it. <laughs> so my second one, I just want to pull it up just to make sure I get the name right of it. OK. But again, you're not going to know it unless you went to school in Durham, specifically maybe in Oshawa. Because uh, of our listenership. That's that's who's listening. There might be somebody out there. All
1: right. Well, it's got to be it better be fucking good because there was like <laughs> even a build up with you trying to
0: find it. I know I got to find it. OK, <laughs> so it was called it's a computer game.
1: Mm-hmm. And we
0: played it all the time at my school, mostly when I was in like, I think, grade two and grade three. OK, it's called Island, a game of survival.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: produced by the Durham District School Board. Oh, and it is it was like my favorite game to play at school it was kind of like okay so for American listeners I guess it would kind of be on the same page as Oregon Trail oh
1: okay yeah yeah that's not an American thing it's on like every apple
0: Oregon Trail is an American thing okay it's American Oregon it's American cool okay (laughs) okay but it was, the, it was the kind of game where, like, it would say, what do you want to do today? And then would give you options of, like, you want to go fishing. You want to build a raft. And then if you picked fishing, you would have to try and, like, choose how far you were going to cast your line. So you would oh, have yeah. to, like, pick a number and try and catch the fish. It was the best game. Really? It sounds yeah.
1: familiar. I wonder if, like, just other schools had similar things. I or... don't know.
0: It was produced by Durham wow. District School Board. Ooh. Yes. We
1: should contact them.
0: I was trying to look it up to see if there was an online think of it i could there's like a lot of screenshots of it but we should take
1: like a day trip and like we should try to contact people and take a day trip and try to like play this
0: go game. to like an old school and yeah see we'll if they do have like, any old computers we'll do a youtube video of us, game
1: on it yeah we'll do a youtube video of us playing this game while putting lip smackers on
0: i'm just gonna see if i can find if someone put it, has put it online
1: no no one's put it online you don't do know. You know that one loser from durham county like it's not durham this county, game is so awesome whatever durham
0: region durham region get it right jeez
1: I'm going to call I'm... this
0: Niagara County. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> across the border. That's what it's called across the border. So, yeah, those are my throwbacks. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: That game does sound kind of familiar. Like, there is some sort of game that everybody, weird game that everybody, our generation played in school, for sure.
0: I don't know. So,
1: um, our family is having, hanging out outside without us. My family's here hanging I wanna with I want to make family.
0: some mallows.
1: Yeah, let's go have I some. I want to make some s'mores. Let's go tell some more camp stories to our kids. Let's scare the shit out of them so they don't want to You have, have to, to
0: say... How can I have s'more? I haven't had anything. And then Ah. I have to say, you're killing me, Smalls.
1: Oh, my God. No, None of that's (laughs) happening because it just did. (laughs) It did.
0: Well, we're not superstitious. But we're a little
1: stitious. Bye. Bye.